I love it when the coaches uh, I utilize my crossover and clear it out. He says, clear it out, clear it out. And I'm, I'm a showboat, so you know I'm going to put on the show. Oh, yeah, come on, dance with him, do something with him. Okay, all right. Uh-uh, take this with you. Bam, bam. Easy. Work. Welcome to Real Talk. We're taking the trip down the memory lane with Montana State University, my old squad. Here we go. Well, well, uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, this is Real Talk with Kings Leo Guderi. We're doing a little bit something different today, uh, switching up the scenery. Uh, I have, you know, two of my uh, two of my boys from uh, Montana State University, uh, where. You know, uh, if you've never been to Montana, the best way that I can describe it is open roads, blue sky, and a lot of like a, a wilderness type of environment. You know what I mean? Uh, but in, in amongst amongst uh, the rough terrain of of the uh, Montana elements, uh, you would find some true ballers. You know, and uh, that's what happened, you know, uh, when I went down to Montana uh, in my time there, uh, I ran across some some ballers uh, and I'm fortunate to have a couple of them here with me. Uh, I want to uh, introduce them, Kevin Owens and Steve, uh, Steve Helm. They'll they'll give you a little bit about themselves. But uh, welcome to the show. These are my Montana Northern Lights uh, partners. What's going down, fellas? What's up, Kings? Great morning, Kings. How you doing, brother? Oh man, you know how it is. You know how it is. We're uh, we're trying to do a little something. So thank you guys for joining me this morning. I know uh, uh, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of rough. Uh, uh, you know, uh, everyone over there. You're in Virginia, uh, uh, Steve. You're in Indianapolis, right? Indiana. Indiana. Yep. I'm up yep. in the northern part of Indiana. Okay. Okay. Northeast. Yeah. That's what's happening. So what uh, what's going down, man? We just uh, I just saw these brothers. We just had a reunion. Uh, I'm gonna play some of the uh, uh, some of the little uh, clips here. We had a, a eight, played 18 rounds of golf in Arizona. How you how how did y'all find out, man? What's going down with you? <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time, man. Uh, I had a great time in Arizona with you guys. See, it was 18 holes for you, Kings. It was. 36 holes with Steve and I. <laughs> we got the point guards and the coach. <laughs> and we got the two guys that ran the floor. We ran the wings. We manned it down on that side. And it was epic. I enjoyed every minute I played for this guy and with these guys. Lifetime of memory. And then we broke out the cigars because it was a W. <laughs> Look, and then we got rained on for a little bit when we had to run onto a stranger's back porch. I won't talk about that. That was a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to brave the elements. Uh, now Arizona uh, is 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 kind of a wild weather, man. Uh, one minute, you know, is is nice. The next minute, you know, you know, it's basically chaos, like you know, storm, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like you yeah. said, you you had to run onto the back porch, man. You know, uh, uh, you know, you you to, to keep from getting wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pouring. That was crazy. All that yeah. rain coming down all at once. And it's funny because they, you know, we're in the desert. You know, you typically don't get rain like that. 
you know, in Phoenix. But I mean, for it was it lasted what about 10 minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Longer than straight. 10, 15 minutes of just straight yeah. rain. Yeah. And look, we were trying to stay dry, but when we got on that back porch, Steve and I were praying that we didn't get wet again. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you know, the interesting part about this, you know, uh, you know, the whole ordeal was uh, I, you know, just kind of, you know, being being in a nice, you know, environment is sunny, everything is just, you know, calm. And it wasn't it wasn't like, you know, a little sprinkle came out. It was like, OK, yeah, it was just like all of a sudden, like, you know, someone just poured a bucket of water on you. But the thing that I found yeah. interesting in it, everybody was soaking wet except you, Steve. How did you manage to stay dry? You know. <laughs> You know, like, like, it's like, what did you have? Like Teflon uh, out, you know, like, where you, it was just bouncing off the steam. I don't know. I, I don't know. I must have had some water resistant. I don't know. Some water resistant clothing on or something. I don't know. My polo did not get, not get that wet at all. Steve is still lightning quick. That's what it is. Yeah, he was running in between the raindrops. Like, you know, he was dodging them. Right. <laughs> Oh man, oh man, that, yeah. that was a little bit of a, a fun man. Like, man, hey, but tell me, like, what was your like your experience in Montana? What was it like? You know, it, it, you know, I I didn't see that many brothers. That's why we kind of gravitated to each other to begin with. Other than being on the hoop team, what was it like, like uh, being in Montana for you? Mm. You know what? Uh, it was a culture shock in the beginning. Um, but then once you got adjusted to the, the people there, you know, they were very loving people. Uh, you know, they showed a lot of love towards us uh, and they, they brought us in, you know, like family. And, uh, you know, we were productive in the communities. You know, we did a lot of, you know, giving back and, you know, camps and spending time with kids. And, you know, we were pillars in that community. We came in and we made a difference. Uh, and, um, you know, with the love. You know, we were received. And I, I think that's what it was all about. You know, that's now I can go back there and, uh, you know, stay at old friends' houses and stuff. You know, doors wide open. You don't need a key. You know, last time I went, uh, I had bedrooms. You know, everyone had open houses for me. And uh, it's just a blessing. It was a blessing for me from where I'm, I come from, the things that I've been through in life leading up to that time. That's what's up. That's what's up. What about you, Steve? How you know? What about you? Yeah, a lot of what Kevin's talking about. I mean, I, you know, the people there were great. Treated us, you know, like family. You know, I I was fortunate enough before I got to Montana that I was in beautiful Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, for two years at at the junior college playing ball and going to school. So that culture shock happened early for me, coming from Indianapolis to Idaho. So I kind of already knew kind of what to expect when I got to Montana. Uh, but like the environment for sports and basketball was amazing. Like I, I didn't really realize when you're in it, you, you, you see the people, you know, you hear the crowds, you see the crowds, you know, the competition was, you know, top notch. But looking back, like after, because I've been in coaching for a long time now. And so I've traveled all over the country. I've been overseas. I've seen a lot of different facilities and, you know, been in those environments and Northern had one of the best 
venues to play in that I've been in, you know, small college, big colleges. I mean, obviously, you know, when you go to bigger schools, there's a lot more people. It's, you know, it's, it's amazing environments, but for small colleges and places, I mean, I've not seen that, you know, across the country. Uh, it's one of the best environments, you know, to play in. And the people were great. You know, I, I just enjoyed my time and I mean, getting to know, you know, my teammates a lot better and getting to know you guys, um, you know, and building those relationships, man. It just, you know, it just enhanced my my life. Yeah, you know, that, that's one thing I always said about, uh, you know, colleges, you know, it's, it's phenomenal. It gives you a chance, you know, for growth and, uh, you know, to kind of, you know, you know, uh, you know, have different experiences. Uh, you know, one one thing that uh, I found very uh, interesting is in uh, how, you know, um, you know, at least, you know, my time in Montana there, how, you know, um, like kind of like what Ken said as well, you know, the people were, you know, very receptive to you, you know, you know, we would, you know, go eat, you know, Kev was, you know, nice enough to show me all the spots where we can eat for free, you know. You know, all, all, all the uh, uh, favorable people that, uh, uh, you know, they, they didn't mind, uh, uh, they didn't mind us coming in and just uh, eating up everything that they have, you know, uh, so that, that was kind of nice, you know, so, uh, and then, you know, our, our trips to uh, Great Falls to go have a little bit of fun, that was, uh, uh, that was another thing that I kind of enjoyed out there, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. In Canada. <laughs> yeah, 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 Canada. You know, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, uh, in basketball, like, well, when I first started in basketball, right? You know, uh, it's kind of like every, you know, every experience is kind of like new, right? Uh, you know, I thank God, you know, like, and when I was uh, fortunate uh, to uh, go go overseas, I really saw a lot of, um, uh, let's just say, shenanigans when it comes to, you know, what people would do to win. You know, right. Uh, right. So the I, the first time that I kind of got a taste of it uh, would be, you know, uh, when we were in Canada. Uh, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, when they put us, you know, uh, the hotel that we were staying at, the the, the strip club. They had the strip club. Yeah. Uh, they they put college students, you know, uh, at a strip club. Uh, you know, the whole it's a, it's a lot. It's, yeah. it's a basically, you know, what I mean, yeah. uh, thank God we were. Uh, uh, you know, are strong enough to resist the urges. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we were we were mature among among our years, right? Uh, that is correct. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and you know, yeah, the yeah. thing about it is, we were playing. I think during that time, I believe the number two team in Canada in college. Mm-hmm. You know, Brandon. I believe they were like number two in all of Canada. Yeah, they were right. Yeah, and they were. They were doing everything they can to try to distract us, you know, as we were coming in to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do remember the first night when we got there, we played the first game because we played in the back-to-back nights. And it was our first time really gelling and playing together. And, and, and we lost a close game to them. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. And we all went back. We were really upset about that. You know, we knew the team that we had. The next night, we we had Avengers and we went out there and we ran and we ran them in their gym by about 20. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll never forget uh, when Kingsley took the ball and he told me all night long, King, you know, Kingsley and I were roommates and Kingsley and Kenny Stokes and Kingsley could not sleep. Man, I'm going to get them, man. 
man, what we did, man, we got, man, I can't wait to the game. Kingsley would not sleep. Next day, he dropped 33 on him. He was calling him to him, come in, come in, come get some of this. <laughs> it was one of, you know what, I've seen both of you guys, you know, and you, you were the point guards on the team. I've seen both of you guys do some things that was, like, unbelievable, man. And uh, that first, you know, that first game with Kingsley, when he dropped 33 on him, that was unbelievable what i seen. It was just amazing. And then for the point guard to keep coming down the floor and he was telling him, I'm picking your pockets. And he would take the ball from him. And I was, it was just amazing to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I honestly was pissed. I was like, you know, you know, uh, we, I, I was like, okay, we have this game, you know, th- that very first game that we lost. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, and it, it wasn't like we lost the game. It was like, they threw a half court, Three point at the, at the buzzer to win the game. I'm like, what is you know how right. cheap is that victory? Like you know, what I mean, the yeah. guy just flings it up. Like I mean, we even deed him up. Like we didn't even want to get him off, right? And he had to like th- almost throw a Kareem Abdul Jabbar hook shot three pointer from the half right. court, right? And the thing rattles in, and they jump up and down and celebrate. I was like, oh hell no! And the next day was their homecoming. I never forget that. I, I was like, if nothing else, we're gonna ruin their homecoming. You know, <laughs> it was it was it was epic. I tell you, and um, you know, just just going into that, you know, into that uh, atmosphere and playing, and really, we were gelling. That was our, you know, the first game. Like any team, you know, we were all just coming together. Mm-hmm. You know, it was our first game. We were we were still filling it out. You know, you I'm coming off the MVP season. You know, you know, conference MVP and everything. I'm the All American. You and Steve coming in there. Yeah, I know. I got others all. I know. I know. Look, these guys are All Americans and Hall of Famers coming in, and so, you know, we didn't want to be too unselfish. You know what I mean? Step on each other's toes. And uh, I tossed the keys. I said, "Look, these two guys. Look, (laughs) look. I stepped back because you guys made my job that much easier." You know, so I, I I welcome you with open arms. And once once we had that that first loss, once we all said, "Hey, look, man, let's just go get it." Mm-hmm. That's what we did after that. Yeah, I, no I, holding back. And I remember I was like, "Man, there's they, you know, there's just you know, it, it's not going to happen again." And and you know, it was tough because uh, I was coming off the bench too. You know, what I mean, like it was it was like, uh, coach. You know, when I first got there. You know, uh, I'll never forget, you know, uh, Bakes, you know, I uh, was really trying to keep me on the wraps, too, because. Uh, yeah. And it was and and, it, and 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 I came late, you know, I came late, you know, because uh, uh, I remember I signed late because I was still uh, at the time, yeah. you know, uh, my fiance at the time, uh, she was visiting her parents. Right. And 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 I was, you know, it was a lot of pressure. Like, I, you know, I had to make a decision. I've been putting this up. Like, where am I going to go? You know. And and I was supposed to go to Hawaii, you know, right? And this is where I was supposed to go. And uh, I went to, um, you know, it was like one of those Mormon, you know, uh, Mormon churches or something like that. They they had me go see a priest, you know. In Hawaii? And, no, no, it was like, in the, they had me uh, go see a priest in San Jose, like one oh, of okay. the churches and stuff, right? Okay. And, and I remember, and I'm in there talking to the priest, and probably like, probably would meet with the bishop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you know. Yeah, 
Uh, you know, yeah. uh, the funny, the funny dress cat. You know, you know what I mean. The, <laughs> with the get up, you know. <laughs> but you know, uh, whether the bishop, the uh, uh, priest, you know, he was like, "Hey, um, this is uh, you know, this is our moral codes, and you know that kind of thing." You know, and they, I was like, "Hey, you do realize that I'm bringing my girl with me, and I'm not trying to live on campus," you know. And, and, you know, it was already like red flags. Like, I'm like, do I have to deal with like, you know, uh, like, I don't mind, you know, uh, like I come from a religious, you know, family. Like my family is super religious. Like, uh, in fact, my, my younger brother right now is, a, he's the pastor, right? And he's, he's married to, if you ever hear Assemblies of God, right? Uh, the, you know, a freaking, you know, uh, head of Assemblies of God is not only a close family friend of my, you know, my dad, my younger brother is married to his daughter, you know, and our families have known each other for like years. My dad freaking built a church, like an assemblies of God in our village, you know, literally, you know, was like, you know, uh, gave all the money, for it, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so it's like, they have ties, you know, uh, in, in like my family's super freak religious. So it's probably why I'm kind of the way that I am, you know, but in any case, uh, I remember thinking, like, you know, uh, if I go to Hawaii, these fools are going to be sweating me, you know, like me and my girl and, you know, like, you know, what I mean, like I was like, you know, and and then I checked the food prices. Right. McDonald's, you know, it was like a, at the time it was like five, five fifty for a hamburger or something. I said, like, man, these people, are tripping. you know, what I mean, like, how much is my top ramen? I didn't want to find out. <laughs> you know? Cause I was like, what? You know, at the time, you know, you know, when you young and you, you know, you trying to budget and, Man, but anyways, man, my girl, you know, so, you know, the whole time when she left to go see, you know, uh, her, her parents, right, we were pretty much set on, on Hawaii, right? And and I had been just kind of felt fending off, like, you know, like, all right, you know, I'm done with everybody else. I'm, you know, I'm just going to go over there and just go do this thing. And and I remember, you know, um, when I decided to come to Montana, it was like, all right, I'm coming. I'm going to Montana. And I don't know, like, I think I talked to Bakes. He was like, you know, to be honest with you, like, you're the difference between us, you know, winning a championship and, and, and you know, winning a national. You know what I mean? Like, I have that good of a team that, you know, I just need this. You know, I was like, man, you know. And I called uh, Coach Burton. Now, Coach Burton is, uh, I think that's how I, I you know, I, I got to Bakes, to, you know, to begin with, you know. Uh, but Coach Burton, to give you a background, uh, that's where, you know, uh, he, West Valley College, right? Uh, Steve Nash, you know, uh, Gary Payton, uh, uh, you name it, everybody, like, you know, uh, uh, Brevin Knight from Stanford, Mark Madsen, mm -hmm. all of them, like everybody is at that gym, like Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? Uh, Bennett Davidson, in fact, Bennett Davidson played for him before going to Arizona and winning a championship with Bibby, you know? But literally, like everybody's at that at that gym, right? You know, and that's where we put in work. And and uh, and I, I think you know he told Bakes the same thing. He was like, "Man, like if you get Kingsley on your team, that you guys are gonna do something. you know." So and and you know, and I asked him. I was like, you know, like uh, coach, like you know, I wasn't even asking my coach. My coach is Gary Zarski. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, I love I I, I coach Z. But Burton was, you know, like he was like tuned in, you know what I mean? And and he and he straight up told me he was like, yeah, like Montana would be good for you. You you can, you know, uh, you know, make a lot of noise and, you know, and and blah, blah, blah. Cause 
my my uh, uh foothill college when I, pl- I played for Zosky, right and we had just came i actually just took a year off because i to let things cool down like you know we uh uh we were in an illegal practice and and freaking you know abc news showed up right and i'm talking about like you know like we had all americans like mcdonald's all americans four of them and me at the point <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. it was crazy yeah. even my boy vino was like you know like you talk about juco player of the year he was talking about he's going to transfer to to come join me at a foothill like you know i was like no that's too much i'm like man you trying to get us like you know like you know really killed right because i'm talking about they had you know, um uh, uh kenny prack right you know he ended up uh uh, uh he played for um you know, uh, Tim Floyd, that, you know, uh, Iowa State, you know, that Chicago Bulls coach, he ended up coaching the Bulls, right? Yeah. Kenny Kenny was like, I think he was the one that broke the camel's back because he transferred from Utah State. You know, uh, you guys might have played him uh, over there, uh, uh, Steve, when you were in Idaho, you know, because uh, uh, Kenny Pratt, you know, uh, was an all-American, legitimate all-American. <laughs> you right. know, yeah. like McDonald All-American, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and I flew, uh, transferred, you know, to uh, Foothill. The coach that came with him uh, was uh, used to run Michael Jordan's camps. You know what I mean? Like, uh, um, and and he got like suspended. He was working under somebody's name that's been dead for fifty years or something. But he started winning championships, and that's how they di- discovered that he wasn't, you know, he wasn't himself. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy. Cool. But make a long story short, man. Uh, uh, when when ABC News showed up, you know, like uh, we never played a game together, that team. And we were rank, ranked number two in the nation, you know, in Juco. Right. Before they disbanded the team and everybody was like, you know, uh, and, and I am. And, and by the way, I, I was working at Time Warner two hours a day, making forty thousand dollars a year. You know, we won't get into that. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when I showed up with the bins, that, that was my bins I paid for. You know what I mean? But I was, I was, yeah. man, you did. So no. it, it was a lot going on. And I found out like, cause everybody was getting something, you know what I mean? Everybody was getting something in that damn team. You know, I was like, you fooled, like, you know, they, they, they like came with their coach, with their assistant coach, you know, you know what I mean? It was like, yeah, our squad was like, whoa, you know, like, you know, instantly, you know, and that's how I ended up at Foothill. Right. And then, you know, uh, everybody was allowed to leave. And I played that one year and 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 was like, man, you know, I'm out. <laughs> but it, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. But, you know, that 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 was uh, uh, interesting. But as soon as uh, Montana hit, you know, uh, it was a different animal. I, I, I was like, if I can uh, make it through the year here, I was trying to get right to the league and and, and see if I can, uh, you know, make some noise. <laughs> now, you, you came on, you came on after I left, Steve, like uh, yeah. you were working out your, uh, your issues. You, uh, you were like getting your eligibilities, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. Cause I was a semester short cause I spent two and a half years at the junior college level and uh, one semester, obviously, I didn't play, and then I played two years. So that left me a semester short on eligibility when I transferred to Montana. So I had to sit out that first semester. Okay. And then I was able to play the second semester, then the full year of my senior year. <clears throat> so that, yeah. So I was there, you know, practicing and training and doing everything. But 
I didn't get to play that first semester when you were there. So, yes, yeah, yes. unfortunately, because we would have been, we would have tore it up. We would have wrecked shop, man. Like, you know, uh, I keep telling everybody, man, like, you know, and uh, I stole it in and out, you know, with the left hand, uh, uh, you know, you know, I got it from you. You came at me full speed, you know, and normally I can I can jump somebody. Right. You know, and I can jump them and, and you know, and they basically lose control, you know, and I'm able to get the rock from them. Yeah. And and you and you hit me with that in and out with the uh, with the left hand. You know, and it was one hand. I was like, whoa. OK. <laughs> I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can, I can see, yeah. You know, I, I after that, I, I was like, I, you know, I get a player, I play him differently when he's bringing the ball up. You know, so uh, I always, I always like, you know, point guards that, uh, you know, they, they, they don't back down. You know, what I mean, like, you know, when you, when you, when you're bringing a ball up, uh, even at the pro level, I, I always tell this story about uh, Damon Jones. Um, you know, when, uh, you know, the first, uh, NBA team to bring me in, uh, was, uh, the Golden State Warriors. Right. And, and, and I remember, you know, this fool, you know, and there's nothing more frustrating to me than, you know, when we're trying to run a break, you know, and you're slowing up the break. Right. And, and, and this fool, like, and he would, you know, literally turn his back and pound the ball, you know, when, when you get up on him to play D on him, you know? And and he had the nerve, you know, Danielle Marshall grabbed the rebound, right? And 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 this fool, you know, uh uh like Danielle Marshall grabbed the ball and and basically released it to me. And he's you know, he's you know running down because I because when I get it, you know how it is when I get the ball, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to take off as it is, right? Because if I can get down there before the defense set up, it's better for me, you know. And 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 as soon as I I you know Danielle hit me with the ball as soon as I grab it, uh, Damon Jones is on the side, clapping his hand like you know like this, you know. I was like, man, if this fool don't get away from me right now, you know, I you know I looked at him and just shrugged him off, you know, you know, you know how you like wave somebody off like a like an ant, you know. Yeah. I'm like, if you don't get away from me right now, you know, because you know uh, what am I going to do? Pass you the ball so I can watch you just back it down. You know, like an old man. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man, get out of here. You know, uh, and, and uh, but it, it's it's always interesting, man. But like, I I I'm a fan of point guards. You know, I, I really am, right? And the one person that I was like, you know, man, like, you know, when you know, you remember God, Sham God, you know, yes, sir. you know, oh my God, you know, and I I love I loved you know you know when you know when he used to handle the rock. You know, yeah, okay. yeah. But anyway, who's your who's your, uh, who's your uh, your uh, your favorite player, man? Like you know, you know, I know we all like kind of have Jordan. You know, everybody had like Jordan in common. Like, but like at your position, you know, who's your skill set player that you like to go to? Alex Steve answered that one first. Man, for me, I had well college wise, I always love watching. Um, Going up through high school, one of my favorite teams was the Fighting Illini. So Stephen Bardo, you know, Kendall Gill, mm. Marcus Liberty, um, you know, Battles, all those guys. You know, I used to, you know, watch those guys play and, and love watching them play. Uh, as far as point guards, Isaiah Thomas was probably one of my favorites. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Fat Lever mm. played yes. in the NBA for the Nuggets. Yeah. I mean, he was like 
he I used to watch him all the time because he did everything. If you watched it, if you watched him play and you looked at his stats after the game, points, assists, rebounds, defense. I mean, he did everything. That's why I love Stephen Bartle so much at Illinois, because he not only could score, he didn't need to score. They had all that talent, but he defensively, you know, he was great. Uh, he just played a, a all around game and, and, you know, at the guard position. So those are some of my favorite small guards, you know, like you, everybody loves Jordan. Everybody loves magic, you yeah. know, talk about, you know, those guys, but you know, the small guards, you know, were Mookie Blaylock, you know, I watched mm-hmm. him a lot at UNLV. Like there were some yeah. studs, you know, um, I mean, I could go on and on Strickland, you know, Rod was tough and, and had a unique game and how he played. I mean, just yeah. like, yeah, there's some good ones. Yeah, Rod, Rod Strickland is cold, man. I loved his game, too. Go ahead, Kev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rod Strickland. Yeah, I like Rod's game. Um, you know, on the college level, we speaking point guards? No, whatever position, you know, it don't matter. Man, you know what? There were so many great players over the years. Um, on the college on the college level, one of the most impactful players, and I'm not going to use Jordan. We're going to go back. <laughs> he said, we all love Jordan. I was a North Carolina guy. You know, uh, James Worthy. Oh, yeah. You know, when he was in North Carolina, even when he went to the pros, big game James was always, to me, it's just yeah. like he was on another level. Uh, we speaking of a God play, um, Chris Jackson. Yep. Changed his name. LSU. Yeah, You know, Chris Jackson, man, was woo. Yeah. Ooh. You know, he Ooh, had the Tourette syndrome. Charm. You know, he was shaped. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he had yeah, yeah, syndrome. Yeah. So that's what to me it made his game so remarkable, man. Amazing. Cause I'm like, how does dude do what he do? You know? Mm-hmm. Definitely a blessing. On a pro level, um, Penny Hardaway is one of my, you know, favorite players. Because me being a, you know, 6'6 guy, you know, I, and I used to watch the sports magic. You know, those guys, you know, they they, they allowed me, they, they gave me hope to be able to play a little bit of the point guard position. <laughs> you know? Um, and, uh, oh, man. One of my, you know what? I'm gonna go on the defensive side, and I mean somebody that's, that's, that was all well-rounded, and that's you know, Akeem. The dream, the dream was uh, as, as far as like playing in the middle, man. His footwork was the most phenomenal footwork of any big man I've seen. I don't even in history. I mean, we can go back. I mean, Kareem, of course, you know, but we talking about the dream, his footwork, mm-hmm. that turnaround, and his defense. He was all-around player. Yeah, the the dream is definitely uh, it's one of those uh, players that that uh, I mean I'm probably biased just because you know him being Nigerian and uh, and and you know he was actually my uh, my assistant coach or technical coach for us for my national team in '98, you know so I got a little bit of time to spend with him and and kind of see him, uh, but the guy was phenomenal even you know then uh, to see you know how quickly he gets into his shot. You know, because he was showing our big men, you know, uh, you know how to, you know. Uh, at first, they were complaining, you know, uh, they're they're not getting the ball, and I'm like, 
getting the ball, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you getting the ball, like, you got to turn around and shoot it. Like, and, right. and Green was like, yeah, you know, basically, and as soon as it was like, like when I threw the ball to him, it was almost like he took the ball out of my hand because he went right into his spin move, right? You know, like, bow, you know, and and, and I think he had, you know, uh, uh, dress shoes on. <laughs> Still serving them, you know. I talk, I you know, you know what I mean. I, I let the big man, you know, have it. You know, I'm like, man, he's serving y'all in dress shoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, but that's the dream, though. You know, I mean, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. guys remember? Uh, you guys remember Sherman Douglas? Oh yes, sir. Sherm, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Sherman was nice, and Derek yeah, Coleman, yeah. Hey, look, I remember before him, Earl of Pearl watched Earl of Pearl, yep. <laughs> Earl of Pearl was a bad dude. <laughs> you know, DC, uh, was, DC was tough, though, at Syracuse. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, DC. Yeah, DC yeah, was yeah, mean. Yeah. I mean, even in the yeah, pros, Syracuse too. Had a nice like, spot I, that's why I first started watching him was at Syracuse when he was a freshman. You know, what? one of the things that it, uh, it, it's like, I, I, like I said, everybody, we can all go back to Jordan, you know, to, uh, for symbolism, right? But for uh, for me, I really started, you know, uh, getting into hoop uh, when I watched Dr. J, right? And I remember seeing his first video, you know, and I was like, whoa, you know, Dr. J was giving it to cats, right? And yeah. and I and and I went outside and literally tried to. You know, I mean, I wasn't trying to dunk it or anything, but you know, you know, just trying to like, you know, do something with the ball, right? And and it became you know you know uh, you know more intensified obviously when you saw Jordan and and see the the type of things that he was able to do you know but uh, one of my favorite players you know uh, of all time is probably Anthony Hardaway you know and it, and you know if it would if injury didn't you know uh, cut down you know his career uh, I think we probably would be singing a different tune when his name comes up. Yeah, because uh, Anthony Hardaway was cold. Now he had a nice jumper. You know, he had this. You know, the guard skill set. I mean, he was a point guard. You know, what I mean, he had. Yeah. You know, it was like man. You know, yeah. it, and you know, uh, and his defense. You know, it wasn't elite. Yeah, but he wasn't like he was a liability on defense. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Uh, man, I loved his game. So you know, I know early you. Had- asked me about we were talking about uh the montana experience you know and and playing with you guys and it was unfortunate that we all the three of us here didn't get to play an entire season together mm-hmm. um i know um i played the half a season you know with you you and steve junior year and then my senior year i fractured my foot and missed like 14 to 16 games somewhere around there we were around, so we were around there. Yeah. And um, that was Steve and I, we, 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 you know, our season was cut right there, you know, for us being able to play together. And uh, Steve took the team, man, on his shoulders. Him, and, You know what? And, and I got to give my props to Stokes because Stokes stepped in and did his thing. You know, Kenny yeah. stepped in in my place, man. And uh, they did some things, you know. Stokes really shined. Steve did his thing. Steve got MVP, he got robbed, they gave him co-MVP, even though he should have been. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he, had, he had to share the MVP with someone <laughs> in the All-American season. I, mean, I know Steve was uh, top three in the in, uh, in in college in free throw percentage, right, Steve? That, that, wow. yeah. I was up there somewhere, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, and um, playing with great gotcha. point guards made a really made a big difference in my game because um, that's why I, I loved it. When I said you guys came. Uh, my freshman year, we played with Doug Smith, excellent point guard. Uh, Doug was a distributor. He wasn't much of a shooter. He was more of a distributor. And uh, that's when we knocked off the number one team in the country as a freshman. Um, sophomore year, I think it's when Michael Butler, he came in, but Michael Butler was more of a two guard. No, it's not on YouTube yet. But he took the point guard position, you know, and, and he was versatile enough to do it. But it changed up a little bit, you know, where I, you know, I, I took a lot, a lot more control on the offensive end um, as a sophomore. But when you and Steve came, you know, it allowed me to move back and run the floor a little more and be a little more versatile, and uh, you know, go back door, you know, do my back door cuts and things and such. But uh, people don't understand, man, the importance of having a great point guard. You know, Steve, I watched Steve uh, hit some miraculous shots, game winning shots. Um, just breaking breaking teams down, breaking ankles bad. <laughs> you know, Kings, when you, when I, you I, left. I knew, I knew he was gonna be a good one, man. Like, like I said, <laughs> I, I, I it was one like if when if when Steve, if when me and Steve on the court, I probably went to the two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that's what you did. Yeah. That's that's like I I'm a I'm more of a scorer, right? I'm a I, like, you know, my mentality is like go get it. You know, and I know that Steve, you know, like, you know, he'll he'll set up the offense, like, you know, like do all, you know, all those, you know, kind of like AI and, and them used to do, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. like, uh, and whoever grabs the ball can actually just grab and go. And go. So, yeah. yeah, it would have been so, interchangeable. Yeah. Oh, man, we would have been, oh, my gosh, man. It, oh, man. I can only. Like, man, you know, I see it. I saw it, man. I was like, man, yeah, this guy can play. You know, so yeah. I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised. <laughs> hey, Wall Hall of Famers right here, man. <laughs> hey, look. You know, hey, look, you got these pictures up here for a reason, King. Take the pictures. These are the Wall Hall of Famers, the Northern Wall Hall of Famers right here. You know, um, but, you know, just, just playing in that atmosphere, man, and, and being able to, uh, those are some of the greatest years of my lifetime. You know, just spending it, you know, the, the little time that we had with you guys. And then for us to be able to reunite, you know, some years later. You know, I've seen both of you guys. I was in California, visited you, Kings. Mm-hmm. Steve came and stayed at the house here um, in Virginia. Kings, did you come here? To, you came here to Virginia, didn't you? Yeah, I, I came here. Yeah, came. I forgot. You did. Yeah, yeah Kings, came here to Virginia, stayed, you know. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, it's a blessing that we've been able to stay in touch, you know, um, amongst our careers, you know. After college, I was able to go and play pro in Australia and Germany. Got some great stories for that that we can say, because I know this, you know, your podcast. And uh, but Kingsley, you want to play pro, Steve? You're still coaching, you know. Steve, did you you play for a little bit? Didn't you? Did you play pro for a little bit? I went. So I had I was supposed to go to Germany with you, and then I also yep. had an opportunity to go to Australia. But then I decided because you know. Steve III was just born. That was it. You know, he was yeah. a baby. And yeah. so I decided not to leave because I couldn't take the family with me. So I decided to stay home. And that's when I got into coaching. And I, I played a little bit with the ABA. I played some games down in Indianapolis with the ABA Legends, Indiana Legends. But, I mean, nothing extensive. Uh, but, I, yeah, I just I just got into coaching, man, and just, you know, took off and 
into a coaching career. That's what's up. Uh, I mean, uh, it, for me, man, you, you know, uh, basketball has been a blessing. Uh, it really has. Uh, and obviously, it, uh, it, it, it's it's always a struggle. Uh, I think I think the most difficult part is is kind of trying to balance, you know, the uh, you know the the family life and you know uh, and and you know um, and, and your career. You know that would that yeah. was you know the toughest part because um, I, I even rem- I remember you know uh, being in in uh, in Dallas, you know. Um, you know, working out, right? And, you know, and and I was going through, you know, like literally, like in the middle of, you know, like a divorce. You know what I mean? And it's like you trying to get your mind, you know, straight. But you know, I wasn't sure, you know, like if we were gonna get back together. You know, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, you know, you're you separated, and you know, you know, you know. So it's like if you're, yeah, you know, there's a reason why a lot of, you know, a lot of athletes, you know. It's kind of like tough on them, like, you know, whether they play 10 years, 20 years, whether in the league, you know, it's always a, a tough family dynamic to balance. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah bas- basketball in life, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> basketball in life. You know, we can write a book on that. Yeah. And um, I'm, just, I'm thankful um, for the for being able to, to to have those experiences, man, because the transition into entrepreneurship, you know, the leadership development that basketball has taught me, um, being able to build relationships, understanding that you have different people from different dynamics and different parts of the world and being able to, you know, jail together. Um, that's building relationships and understanding that you can't change people, but understanding the big picture as a team, as a unit, being able to become one, you know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, uh, it basketball has been an amazing journey and it's still a big part of my life today. You know, I don't play it anymore. <laughs> I have enough injuries, but um, <laughs> I enjoy, you know, you know, helping kids, teaching kids, um, being able to, you know, I still go to games and I still, I'm a love of the, I just, I love this game, you know, and, and, and to it's the, in your blood, it doesn't, it doesn't go yeah. away when it's in your, yeah. blood, in your blood, you know, it's just what it is. Yep. Yeah, I'm thankful, man. I, you know, the thing that that impacted me the most. I mean, I love basketball. I love playing the game, but being around you guys, I think I've learned something from all of you. You know, yeah. Um, and in different ways, sometimes some of the things were, you know, were a lot of the same things, but different ways. You, each of you guys, had an impact on me and taught me something and helped me improve my life. Right. You know, the way I did things, you know, I was able to watch you guys and learn from you guys and learn from your example and how you played and how you presented yourself off the court and how you treated people, you know, and yeah. how you, you know, just went about your daily life. And, that, you know, it helped me grow as a person, you know, and yeah. to learn things that I needed to be doing maybe different or better, you know, because I saw it from, you know, from you guys, you know, saw it from Coach Baker, saw it from Coach Walker. You know, saw mm-hmm. from the assistant coaches mm-hmm. and it just trickled down through the team. And that, you know, that really helped me kind of mature. You know, I was mature coming in, but it just even helped that process quicker. I was able right. to mature and, right. and understand what needed to be done as a student athlete 
you know, and, and as somebody coming from in, Indiana into Montana, which is a different environment, you know, it just it really helped me kind of settle in and take care of business and then still and, and be able to enjoy, you know, life in Montana. It was amazing. It was. It was. And I, I think and that's what it's about. It's about growth, you know, and, and yeah. it sounds like, you know, it did it did exactly that. Go ahead, Kev. No, I was I asked you guys, I think we were in uh, Arizona about your most memorable moment at Northern. You can pick one time. What was your most memorable moment? Mm. On the court, off the court. Let's say on the court. What was your most memorable moment on the court? Uh, for me, um, my most me- uh, moment, my, my most memorable moment in Montana would be uh, on the court would be the Brampton game. You know, because I had a vendetta against them, and you know, and and I went out. You know, <laughs> you you know what I mean? And and I and that's just the truth because, uh, and that's why I was calling the guys out and was like, hey, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That 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 would be it. Yeah. How about you, Steve? Yeah. On the court, the weekend. So. Junior year, you know, we lost in the conference tournament championship to Carroll, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that that was the last our last regular season game. I mean, that was our last game of that season because we ended up not making it to the national tournament. So fast forward to senior year, right? We split with them. I think we went two and two uh, our junior year with them. Fast forward to senior year, we swept them our senior year. Right. And the the most memorable that I remember on the court was the weekend that we played them at home. I think I scored 30 plus against them in one game. And then I hit a game winner in the second game. Yes, sir. That was you. That was, that was the one that, yeah, that, that last second shot that I made at home. I'll never forget that game. Never forget that game. I never forget that weekend. Cause we, we, that was the sweep against them. So we paid them back. That's that second year. Yes, sir. And I'll never forget we went to the um to the uh, the gallery. I think it was where the cafeteria was. Yeah. And all yeah. night they played the highlights of that shot. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was epic because I'll never forget being in a huddle <laughs> and um walks and called the play. And he said, you know what? He had me on the he had me on the baseline. And they had one guy behind me and one in front of me. They had me double. Yep. Yep. Steve had to come off the screen and he went because he walked said, if you can get it in to Kevin, you know, get it in to him. But they fronted me, they had me back. They double teamed yep. they, they double teamed you yeah. right off the bat. What were they thinking about giving Steve a one-on-one with somebody? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Steve went and got it. Steve went and got the ball. He had to break loose. He got it. And he shot it from the elbow and it was off the opposite foot. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was going to my left. <laughs> you know, I was going to my left, shooting a runner. Kings, I, I, they lobbed it in to me. I catch it. I rip it. I, as soon as I catch, it's like 2.7 seconds or something on the clock. So I catch, I rip to my left, right to the left, going away from the basket towards that left elbow. I come up off the one leg, 
floater bank. <laughs> and, the, and the six said, what was the kid's name that was, he was guarding somebody on the left wing at the last second. He's like six, seven. He comes into my viewpoint, but it was already gone. It was out there. It, hand. Was, it was gone. It was up there. Too late. <laughs> one of the, oh my God. You want to talk about people going crazy, man. That was a crazy one right there. Yeah, that that was memorable, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, that was. What's up, Stokes? Yeah, we got Stokes that joined us. Yeah, we finally got Stokes. He's still trying to connect the audio. His audio still trying to connect. Yeah, so so for me, man, we going memorable. Um, man, I think. I think when, when when I fractured my foot against Montana Tech and uh, we lost that game and they bragged in the paper about how I was shut down and they Brody Kelly, you know, he had 13 points or 15 points, whatever. And, you know, Kevin Owens didn't do this. They didn't know I fractured my foot. <laughs> and it felt like I was running with a rock up underneath my soul. Every step I took, like a, a like a big boulder was underneath my the yeah. arch of my foot. And man, we taped it. You know, Montana's cold. We taped it up that night, man. I bus trip going, you know, I mean the bus trip back to the hotel, man. It was throbbing. And I played on that foot the next night, man. And and, and we took them out in their home jump. And then then I was done for like the next, you know, 14 games, maybe, you know, and, and the thing is. I was not going to sit down and allow them. I won't go out with an injury to allow them to sit there and, and praise him like he did something, not knowing that I was playing on a on a fractured foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I played on it the next night, and <laughs> we took him out in their home gym. And I think that next night I dropped about 21, 20, 21, You know, yeah. but it was it was one of them games where we took him out, and after that, that's why I said, man, the team took off. The team took off after that. Kenny Stokes stepped in. Stokes ain't even on the line, man. Yeah, he dropped back off. off. He dropped back off. I'm trying. I'm trying to give him his roses, man. He need to get back on here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take him back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 